Welcome. Hello. Week nine. Nine. We're here. Halfway through. Is it? Ooh. Yes. Fancy. Well, yes. Welcome to the Pick Pros Podcast with Mark Whitney and Zachary. Man. Bill. There we go. I wasn't sure. I, was, I, I might. Have, I was thinking of going Zachary the Manville. Oh, all right. But I'll save it for next time. <laughs> Nobody will know. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Um, week eight, we picked no underdogs. Correct. And th- that ended up in a, it, we both got eleven and five, which is a, yeah. a solid week. Um, obviously, five of them should have been picked as underdogs, but yeah, probably. Um, if you just pick five at random, you're going to get them wrong. And that's how it's been all season for me. Yeah. One of my mantras um, going forward, or at least for this week, because this week is was brutal, is just don't be cute. You know, like don't don't try to go for the underdog just because you think it might happen. There's a reason the favorite's the favorite. If you're gonna pick an underdog, have a good reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't exactly follow that this week, but I'm trying to. I've been over analyzing. All the statistics, yeah. I believe, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, yeah. and not all, but a lot of it has been, like, gut feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's worked out for 20 years. This year, I'm getting really into all the stats and more than I usually am, and it's been backfiring big time. Well, I think that our brain does a, a lot more of calculating, you know, probabilities in the background, using way more information than we really are even aware of. And then when we try to boil it down to passing yards versus rushing yards, you you start ignoring those other things that are in your yep. gut. And I, I think that the gut makes a lot of sense. Not because it's not in analysis. I think when you're doing something when when you're feeling something in your gut, it's because your brain has taken in all this information. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like an AI thing. Except it's oh. not artificial, right? Oh. It's your brain it, it spits it spits out this gut feeling and you don't really have a reason why just like ai you know you don't really know why ai said what it said it just it, it did yep um yeah, it hasn't really worked out the season for me um, but gut feelings maybe that's the way to go yeah <clears throat> that's uh, sort of how i went last week and it looked a lot better yeah hopefully it continues this week i yep. need it i need to come back in this pick'em league last week we made our three spread picks mark got uh one correct. I got one. Yeah, I got two correct, which is good. Mark's still yeah. up on me uh, by one on the year. Yes, sir. Ten correct to your nine. Yep. <clears throat> so we got some injuries, and by some I mean many. Yes. Also, we have a lot of bye weeks this week, which sucks. Not as many as two weeks ago. Uh, we will start with sad music. Oh, sorry, Zachary. Kirk Cousins, uh, done for the season with a torn Achilles. They were pulling it together. Um, they had gotten into the playoff picture as the seven seed. Yeah, after a one and four start, coming back with <clears throat> three straight wins. And they were just beginning the easy part of their schedule. Yeah, the last five games look yep. pretty winnable. Yeah, they finished the game with uh, their their rookie quarterback, whose name is Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall. Who? Yep. Um, Jaron. And he didn't look Jaren. great, but it was his first. You know. First playing action. time yeah he's gonna play my understanding is this weekend he's gonna start and then he might continue or they're traded for quarterback josh dobbs might get the reins yeah that's that was a surprising trade well I, yeah at first i is was it worth uh, it <clears throat> well they didn't give up almost anything they gave yeah, up yeah um, a, a sixth round pick 
for a seventh, for a seventh and Dobbs. And but that Dobbs. seventh can become a sixth. Oh, weird. If he, I think if he plays enough. I, All right. Yeah, so it's like it, it could be just a wash and they wanted to get rid of him. I don't know why. I think yeah. I think Dobbs thought that he should continue starting for the Cardinals, but they're getting Kyler back and they had to make a decision. And it was the trade deadline. Yep. I don't know, but um, I I don't see the Vikings now probably making the playoffs. So I would like them to lose as many games as possible. Mm, good luck. Right, which is, <laughs> would have been easier with the quarterback that you got in the fifth round, right? Then yeah, either him, Nick Mullins, or Sean Mannion, all on the team. But I mean, Josh Dobbs has not been great either. He's one in six yeah, with the Cardinals. Six. It's he, not like he's a winner. Yeah, one decent game <laughs> against the Cowboys, which again. It's a good defense to, yeah. to win against, but still, six losses. Against teams that are worse. Much worse. Than the Cowboys, yeah. Um, next, we have Matthew Stafford. Oh, oh now oh, you can my, be sad. My sad music, yeah. yeah. They say Stafford is day-to-day with the UCL sprain in his throwing thumb. I I don't believe the day-to-day. It's, it's, it's really hard to grip the ball when you can't. When you can't your, grip the ball? When you can't use your thumb properly. Yeah, th- thumbs are... Um, very important. For very, football. very necessary for the NFL. Yes. For being a quarterback in the NFL anyways. So, yeah, I'm very worried about that. They're going to start uh, Ripian. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ripian. They should have got... They got Walford back, didn't they? No. He... I heard he got signed off the practice squad to someone else, I oh. thought. I'm not positive, though. Okay. I thought I, I thought it was the Rams, but... I, I thought I heard his name somewhere else, but... It doesn't I, matter. They're both bad. It doesn't matter. It, it, they're, the Rams are in trouble with this. Uh, I agree. At least for a few weeks, and that could be enough to hurt them for the season long. Yeah, yeah. Not. It's already tough when you have the 49ers and the Seahawks in your division. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the injury happened, I saw something about the Rams have will have the eighth or ninth pick in the draft, and here's a QB they're going to take. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing those things about the Vikings too, and uh, I would like them to take one. I'd like them to take a good one. That's what I would like. Yeah, hopefully. Is Kenny Pickett out? Or Kenny Pickett says he is going to play. He says, I'm playing for sure when asked about this Thursday night game against the Titans. <clears throat> Does he make those decisions? Usually not. Yeah, usually. And, and yeah. If, if he's cleared by, well, you know, if he's like Deshaun Watson, if he's cleared by a doctor, he can make the decision for himself. Right. <laughs> but he's making the decision to play. We don't know how good the massage therapists are in Pittsburgh. <sighs> Must be not that great, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine Cleveland and Pittsburgh. I've never been to either, but I imagine them to be pretty much the same city. Yeah, yeah. If, if I were to picture them, it's um, I'd be just inventing something, and it would sound stupid, so I shouldn't say it out loud. <laughs> but they sound pretty similar. Let me know in the comments if I'm wrong. Ooh. And by in the comments, oh, can you comment on this? Hopefully, find a way. Oh, Do leave it. a review and comment. Pittsburgh or Cleveland, which one um, is better and why are they different? Yeah, either that or go to uh, Twitter slash X at PickProMark. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. Yeah. Yeah, let us know about cities and not football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Jeez, uh, another quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Yeah, <clears throat> he had a concussion, came out of the game, was cleared by doctors, but was benched. According to Arthur Smith, says... He didn't, Ritter didn't look right. 
which is true because he hasn't looked right all season. He hasn't been very good. So they that's sent... a good. That's a, it's a good excuse to give uh, somebody else a chance. Yeah. So they uh, put in Taylor Heineke, and it looks like Heineke's going to get the start this week as well. Yeah, Heineke is also not great, but he's competent. Yeah, competent. You wanna you want him in my in my in our dynasty league? I have him. Ooh. Yeah. So obviously, he was worth holding. Did you already have him, or did you just pick him I, up? I just had him from last year, and he was just holding him on my, on my, on my bench, in case. thinking that Ritter could go down at any point, because he's not great. Yeah, there you go. And it worked out, which I don't want, because I want a better draft pick for next year. So, you want to want Taylor I, I will tell you, I was looking at that this morning, and you have the first-round pick of the worst team. I do, yes. And then you are one of the worst I'm, teams. Yeah. So, I'm you'll probably fourth. get two of the... Two of the top five. As of right now, I have pick one and four, according to the standings. Not bad. Yes. I would like that to be one and two, though. So, you want Taylor Heineke or Will Levis? I do. We'll get to that. Yeah, I would like Will Levis, but I don't want to give you a first. Oh, yeah. It's tough. Tyrod Taylor uh, went to the hospital. He did. Why? Ribs. Hurt him. He ate ate too many ribs? Yes. He was so full. He needed to get... uh, his stomach pumped. A rib- ribectomy? <laughs> a ribectomy, yes. Like Marilyn Manson? That's exactly how it goes. And, oh, so during the game, he was like, you know what? Don't eat these ribs. <laughs> I heard as a child. You can just remove them. Just rip them out. No, but Tyrod Taylor must have been in some serious problems if uh, he had to be held in the hospital overnight for his rib injury. I hope him a uh, recovery. Yes, a recovery. A recovery. <laughs> Speedy or not, just recover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the Giants say Daniel Jones is going to be back. Which is... Uh, which is uh, good. I mean, it's acceptable. It's, he wasn't very good last year. It's it's better than the third stringer that they had come in, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he he wasn't doing it. No, in relief of Tyrod, he threw for negative one yards. It would have been really funny if it was Danny DeVito that came out. It, I'm sure Danny DeVito could do just as good throwing for negative one yard. <laughs> I don't know, if you throw for negative one, that means you completed it. Yeah, I think they only let him throw like seven times. My point is, I don't know if Danny DeVito can make a throwing motion. Well, so that that means he'll be better then, which means he won't throw, and he'll have zero yards. If he will have zero completions. Still, better than zero yards. Danny DeVito for for quarterback of the Giants? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay, um... Kendrick uh, Bourne, torn ACL out for season. Yeah, don't know if it really matters. Patriots He's actually suck. been doing pretty well, though. He's yeah, but they like that... Um, DeMario. DeMario there. Douglas. I could trade him for Will Levis. Uh, no. And Israel Abanaconda. No. And a third. No. And another third. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, what else? Darren Waller, uh, hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. He's he's had a problem with this for years. He left uh, Sunday's game pretty quick. I think it was the first quarter. Um, not good. Not good for Daniel Jones coming back to not having someone to throw to because that's been their best receiver. Yeah, Wandale's been pretty good too. But yeah, Waller is the Waller's been the guy. Wandale Robinson. He's mm-hmm. probably going to get more work. I guess is my, he is, is where I'm going. He should. Yeah, he's going to have to. Saquon can't do it all. And oh, what he have? Thirty-eight carries last week. Thirty-six carries. Not he can't. Not anymore. He can't. Ugh. How many yards did he get? Was it a, was it a good thirty-eight carries? Yeah, one hundred and thirty, one hundred and fifty, okay. something, something like that. It was. He, he had enough. He had, should be more, but that's should solid. be more. But yeah. that that was their entire offense. Yeah. 
It might continue to be. Yeah. Oh, what did we learn this week in the NFL? We learned, we had proof the NFL is unpredictable, like I say. Yes. (laughs) The Broncos, who gave up 70 points in week three to the Dolphins, they held Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to nine points. No, I'll talk about it more later, but there were some circumstances around that. Patrick Mahomes yes. was coming back from the flu. Yes, he was pretty so, sick. It was 20 degrees outside. So, yeah, but they still, they uh, the Broncos held them to nine points. They caused five turnovers and beat the Super Bowl champs. It's, it's a lot. I They shouldn't have played Patrick Mahomes. They should have played his backup. And it's, it's funny, too, because the, Pat, the Dolphins beat the Broncos. The Broncos beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs play the, Bron- uh, the Dolphins this week. Oh, so we have to find out. Ooh. I don't know. That's, I don't know what we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, does Patrick Mahomes have like a, a starting streak going that he didn't want to ruin? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Uh, because it's obvious he wasn't feeling himself. If you're going to throw if you have five turnovers and only score, put up under 10 points against the Broncos. I mean, yeah, no, it's... he. I, I hope it's about a, a streak thing, but yeah. even if it was, you, you get in the game, you start, and then you come out. You could always come out. Like, I don't have an explanation. I know it's like, it. you know, Brady and Eli did that for a while. Like when they had their streaks, they would come in for for a couple plays yeah. and then leave if not necessary. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the 49ers. Oh, yeah. They were the team. They were the team. And at the beginning of the year, before we even really got into the season, I was poo pooing Brock Purdy. And then I had to switch lanes and be like yay brock purdy yeah and now maybe poo poo brock purdy again yeah they have five straight weeks of looking completely unstoppable yeah and now three in a row where they looked very stoppable and they were they lost three in a row they were stopped they they were stopped that sucks uh yes it's not but it's good for the the rams yeah well they still have a chance in division yeah maybe well depending on stafford's uh thumb Oh, oh, other fun news, A.J. Brown, is he yeah. the best receiver ever? Question mark. It's, it's looking freaking good, man. Six straight games with 125 or more receiving yards, which is an NFL record. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. About three weeks ago, I noticed this kind of trend happening, and I've started making bets on like the overs. Because yep. the over is always like 80 yards. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to get over 80 yards. Smart. If the over was 120, I mean, maybe not. Yeah. But if they're going to keep it down under 90, I'm going over. No, that's smart. Get that money. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Patrick Mahomes lost his first ever road game against the AFC West. I don't like stats like that. It's it's a weird stat, but it's an impressive stat because that, that goes back years. Yeah. Well, and, well, and it's, 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 it's more impressive because it's his division. So he yes. plays three road games yes, every year. Exactly. Three road games yeah. every year in his division. He's won 16 in a row. Before losing to Denver this week, losing yeah. in Denver this week, that's that's pretty impressive. It was. It was not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Do better, Patrick. Oh, and here we go. Who knew Will Levis was the best quarterback in the twenty twenty three draft? I gross didn't. No, <laughs> I don't think. I so first, I don't think that's true. Yeah, we, we can't. It's hard. You can't. Tell I still that think. Yet. I think Andrew Richardson has shown more, and I think that. Sh- Stroud, I would still put above him. I but would, honestly, with that performance, I might put him above of Bryce above Bryce Young. Yeah, you know, I would. I'm saying the same thing. Like he, 
he was great, but yes, it's just one game. Yeah. But still, four touchdowns in his debut. Yeah. Only the third quarterback to do that in history, along with Fran Tarkenton and Marcus Mariota. Fran Tarkenton was a legendary Vikings quarterback. That's true. Marcus Mariota did not turn out to be great. No, he did not. No, no. no. He, uh, is he in the league still? Is he backing up somebody? I think he's behind... I'm just going to... I'm, I'm kind of just throwing something out there, but I think he's behind Jalen Hurts. Oh, all right. All right. I think. That makes sense. Would, yeah. would make sense for him to be there. He's... Yeah. Similar skill set, or did have. And the, the last kind of-ish, maybe the last piece of news. Nope, not the last piece of news. Um, but it is the Raiders. Uh, whew! Cleaned house. Yes. Offensive coordinator, head coach, and... Um, general manager. General manager. They also said Garoppolo hit the road. Yes. Well, not, not really. Hit the bench. Hit the bench. Yes. You suck, Garoppolo. We call that a road here in Las Vegas. <laughs> I guess I guess so. Here. Here. that's where we are. Right here. Oh, no. And... We gave it away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell is going to get the start. Yeah, and he played once this season. We'll get into that a little bit more. He actually played okay, but it was against a pretty porous passing defense when he played. Who did he play against? Uh, we'll get into it we'll later. We'll get to it. Because <laughs> I don't recall. When we read the notes and remember. Yes. Uh, yeah. The Vikings, after losing Kirk Cousins and not trusting Jaron Hall, have traded for... Traded? 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 Traded. For Josh Dobbs, legendary. Cardinals quarterback. Legendary. It was uh, some pick swaps, the sixth and the seventh that they did to get Josh Dobbs. So it was not much for the Vikings to give up, but it wasn't much for the Cardinals to get. Yeah. My guess is this is they wanted to, they didn't want to hold three quarterbacks when Kyler comes back. Yeah, they know they're going to have Kyler back. They're not they want to keep Dobbs. Clayton tune. Yeah, they're yeah. going to keep playing. The rookie is the second year for Clayton. This, he's a rookie. So, uh, yeah. You don't want to keep Josh Jobs on the on the roster when you're not going to use him and try and get something for him. And they did. Accurate. <clears throat> yeah. um, trade the, deadline happened. Yes, th- and that was part of it. Yep. That was part of the trade deadline. Not as eventful as hoped. Yep. Um, let's see, Donovan Peoples-Jones? He's been worth mentioning. He He's all right. He goes from the Browns to the Lions. That's That's an upgrade for him. It, it is, but the Lions have people. They have they Alan Robb, Jamison Williams. They've liked Josh Reynolds. Maybe he slips in ahead of Josh Reynolds, but maybe he's the number two there. Yeah, maybe. I don't, see I, I don't, I don't see him trusting Jamison Williams. He gets like 40% of the snaps a game. Yeah. It's, it's it's weird. Like He's a dynamic player, but they don't give him a lot. But as a depth piece to go with those other guys, because they don't really know who their two is, to have a third two, basically, um, like second wide receiver... Uh, for a six-round pick is not bad. Yeah. And then the commanders are in full tank mode, giving away two of the their best, the best, young defenders in the league. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very sh- strange of them to do this, but uh, they trade Chase Young. That's uh, the big name. Yeah. He trade him to the 49ers for a, 20, a 2024 third rounder. It's like nothing. Yeah, exactly. Especially He was the second overall, overall pick three years ago. And he's been good. And he's been yeah. He hasn't been yeah. bad. He's been he's been the face of the franchise pretty yeah. much. I, I would suspect that he's needs a contract. 
and they're yeah. not willing or able to pay such contracts, so you yeah. might as well get something for him now. I feel I feel like both of these players were coming up in contract years, and yeah, was it Montez Sweat? Uh, Montez Sweat, yes. I think that was that was the other guy that they, that, yeah, yeah, um, they, they got a second for him. I maybe he has an extra year on the contract. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's uh, kind of crazy. Um, I know that there had been conversations about some people like Derek Henry being on the trade market. Um, Daniel Hunter for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Those guys just didn't move. Devontae Adams. Um, oh, there had been speculation, but he had never really asked for it. He wasn't moved. I imagine he's happy about some of the regime changes there because it might. Yes, yes. I feel I feel bad for him though. Like he he wanted to play for Las Vegas. He wanted he wanted to be a Raider, and he wanted to play for uh, with his quarterback from college, Derek Carr. Yeah. Got a chance for one year, and then they. Gave Derek Carr away, and then they decided not to throw it to Devontae Adams this year. Yep. It's been, he's one of the best receivers of all time, and he's just not getting the work he should. Just throw him the ball. I, well, yeah. throw him accurate balls. <laughs> if you watch that game, Jimmy G could not throw him the ball. Yeah, it was a, it was a mess. Ugh. All right, let's get into the games. But first. Oh, bye weeks. Bye weeks. Broncos, Lions, Jags, 49ers all get to take a vacation. Nice. Not bad. All right. So, 21 minutes in. Hey, we're here. We're here. Thursday Night Football, we have the Titans, 3-4, and four, at the Steelers, 4-3, and three, and the Steelers are 2.5 point favorites. Over and under a dismal 36.5. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, so last week, rookie sensation Will Levis led the Titans to victory, throwing four touchdowns in his first ever start. Very impressive. That is only one touchdown less than Kenny Pickett has thrown all season. And Pickett's played... Has he played every game? Maybe. Or did he sit one? I forget now. Either way, he's played a lot more than Will Levis, and he's not doing great. He just hucked up. So what he was doing reminded me of what Deshaun Watson did early in his career to the same guy, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And early in Deshaun Watson's career, I watched him play and said, he's putting up stats, but I don't trust him. Because it was literally, let's throw the ball 50 yards and let DeAndre Hopkins wrangle this ball. And that's yep. all Will Levis was doing. That's so exactly what Will Levis did. So <laughs> while it may work, it can also backfire. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. It's good to have somebody that can throw it up like that, but it doesn't really show anything other than a big arm. It doesn't mean he's making good decisions. Um, no. Yeah, that, that, I want to see more. It seemed like that first touchdown to, to Hopkins was underthrown. Hopkins just made a good play on it, came back to the ball, and got the touchdown. But There's another one where he's rolling to the right, and he throws it all the way across the field. And yes, it's a dime. But in general... Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do it. But when you when you complete it, you look great. It looks it looks and good. And you look like a rookie sensation. Ooh, but you yes. did use that word twice. So, <laughs> so three of his touchdowns went to DeAndre Hopkins. All Those three being Hop's only touchdowns of the season. Like... Did he have, at one point he had three catches for three touchdowns. Yeah, he was this is very Randy Moss esque. Very Randy Moss esque. Uh, so it seems like maybe Levis and Hopkins have a good connection, uh, and they might be able to keep it going against the Steelers secondary. That's twenty fourth against the pass, and they just lost safety uh, Minka Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's out with a hamstring injury. He's definitely going to miss this week. They said that helps when you're just going to heave the ball fifty yards. Yeah, missing safeties. So with the injury to Pickett and to Fitzpatrick, Steelers' bad defense, as long as Levis isn't a one-hit wonder, I think Tennessee can get this win in Pittsburgh. They are my underdog, my first underdog pick 
in two weeks. Yeah, so both of these teams have the ability to punch above their weight. The Steelers have beaten the Ravens. The Titans have beaten the Bengals. Um, I'm buying into the Will Levis hype against this beatable secondary. Um, the Titans didn't trade away Derrick Henry. And I wonder if they would have tried to trade him harder had Will Levis not played so well last I, week. I was thinking the same thing. And, I mean, it doesn't matter for this game, but it does matter that they still have Derrick Henry. And yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm picking the Titans as the underdog. This is going to be one of many close games that I think could go either way. But I'm picking the Titans because Will Levis' strong suit appears to be that deep ball. The Steelers do not have a good secondary. And it's even worse now without one of the best safeties in the game. Yeah. I think it just lines up perfectly for Will Levis to continue this into game two. Yeah. Continue his... uh. His uh, run into the NFL as the best rookie in the 2023 draft. <laughs> Jesus did. <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible thing. All right. We have the Sunday 9.30 a.m. game in Frankfurt, Germany, Frankfurt. which I think was where Frankfurters were um, invented. I hope so. So, And then also the hamburger was invented in Hamburg, Germany. So they just like invent, like made foods and then just named it after towns. Is that what we, they did? Delicious food. Yes, for sure. Mm. And that, that game is really unfortunate for Americans um, because you have two of the best teams and they're going somewhere else. It's good for the NFL. This should be a good game. Yeah, yeah. The NFL is trying to... Should we tell them who it is? No, let's let them guess. <laughs> Over under 51. Um, the Yeah, the, the Dolphins are 6-2 and two at, the, uh, at, in quotation marks, the Chiefs, who are also 6-2. and two. Chiefs are two and a half point favorites. I don't want to get cute with this. Um, yeah. The Chiefs lost last week because Mahomes was sick. That's and, it. That's and, straight up the, the answer. And if, if Mahomes uh, hadn't been sick, they would have won, and this wouldn't feel as close. Um, with an extra week, he should be all healed up. And more importantly to me, these overseas games always tend to be less of a shootout, more defense. And the Chiefs' defense is good. Very good. And that doesn't mean they can stop the Dolphins, but if this follows whatever, whatever the weird, you know, thing is where they go over to Europe and then the offenses just don't work. And I don't know why, but it just seems to be the case. And if that's going to be the case, then the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, I, uh, I... And I think they could win even if the offenses do work. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, Patrick Holmes, he's just, he's too good. I mean, he's If he's not sick, he can keep up with any team. Yeah. And with his defense playing as well better than any defense he's had it does he doesn't so, have to keep up too too much i'm using this game as like an analog for uh to look back when the dolphins played the bills because i think of the bills and the chiefs sim- somewhat similarly they both have good offenses good defenses yeah and the bills just shut the dolphins offense down true and i think that the chiefs 42 can do the same to 20 thing. or something like that yeah, i think the chiefs can do the same thing um except i think the chiefs offense is slightly better than the bills offense yeah, uh, these two teams are pretty evenly matched. They're both top four in total yards and passing yards per game. The Dolphins have a better rushing attack by almost 50 yards per game than the Chiefs do. But the Chiefs' passing defense is allowing almost 50 yards less a game than the Dolphins are. Those uh, are some Zach stats. Those are some Zach stats. Nice. Yes, get them in there. Uh, yeah, Mahomes had a tough time against the Broncos last week, but like we said, it had to do with his, him being sick, 20-degree weather. He should be back to form this Sunday. And uh, if he is, I think he'll be able to keep pace with the Miami, with Miami while the Kansas defense does its best to slow down the Dolphins' offense. 
I have the Chiefs as well. That might be the, the highest over-under of the week. I haven't checked, but yeah. 51 is pretty high. I believe it is. Next, uh, the Sunday 1 o'clock games. We're going to start with the Commanders, 3-5. and five. At the Patriots, 2-6. and six. Patriots are two or 3.5-point favorites, over-under 41. Washington is entering take mode. Tank. Yeah. And we that, mentioned this. That, that's, that's why the Patriots are favored. And, and that's why I'm picking them. Um, the Patriots are still trying to win games. Washington, I don't think they are with this move. Uh, the Pats are currently on a 1-0 streak at home. Ooh, <laughs> yes, uh, streaking. But it was against the Bills, and I think that's meaningful. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. so. That was, that was a great game for them. But you, you have this team that doesn't really want to win more games, the Commanders, coming up to New England, where New England just had won a big game two weeks ago. And I just don't think, the, I think the Commanders are kind of all going to understand that we're not trying to win anymore. Yeah, the Commanders' defense has been... Has been very bad so far this year, and they're about to get much worse after they trade the two former first-round picks, defensive linemen Chase Young and Montez Sweat, who have five and six sacks on the year. Uh, it's going to make it tough for them to get to the quarterback the rest of the season. Uh, so for Mac Jones, gives him a little more time in the pocket now. Hopefully, he really needs it since he hasn't been play- he hasn't been playing great football either. He's thrown for only two hundred five yards a game. Uh, Washington has already given up the fourth most passing yards per game without their top two pass rushers. I see Jones you know, bringing up his average this, this week, getting a little more passing yards in there. And as long as the Pats D can do what every team has done against the Commanders and sack Sam Howell, who's been sacked 41 times this year. Gross. Billy B can figure it out. He'll get some sacks. Yeah, yeah, look at the sacks. I, I have New England getting the win. Yep. Me too. Yeah, feels feels gross to say because they've been horrible. The the Buccaneers at three and four against the Texans three and four. Texans two and a half point favorites over under of forty. This is another. This is like a pick'em game. There's a lot of them this week. There's a lot of them this a week. A lot of them. And I am interested in how it's going to work the, out. The, this is the week where the gut really comes in. <laughs> I was surprised when I looked at this, and maybe it's because our guts are so good or so bad. We'll find out. We had very similar picks. We did. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, neither of these teams, the Bucks or the Texans, are playing great football right now. I am taking the Texans, and the reason is yeah, it's a pick'em game, right? But because they're winning games at home in their last four games, they won two at home and lost two on the road. All right. So, I, I home and road is mysterious to me. I don't know why it makes such a big difference, but it does. And the Bucks have lost. Five of their four of their last five games. Yeah. yeah so you got a home team that's two and zero on their last two home games against a team that's four and five in their last five. I know it feels like cherry picking stats, but in a tight game, the other stats weren't making a difference for me. And what was making a difference was who's been winning, who's been losing, and where. Yeah. So Texans. Yeah, the Bucks have not been good since their bye week. Lost three in mm-hmm. a row, averaging just uh, just over twelve points a game. Uh, Houston did not launch any shuttles this week and gave okay. the Panthers their first win of the season. It was, uh, it's a weird one. They <clears> lost, uh, what was it, 16 to 15 or something? It was, yeah, it was, it was a really weird it was, game. It was low scoring. Uh, CJ Stroud has been hot and cold in his first year, only throwing one interception so far, but only completing 60% of his passes. 6D? 6D. Okay. Yes. For a second, I thought you said 16. And no, I was 16, like, no, 16 would be a bench-worthy thing, but 6D is still not good for an NFL quarterback. I think it 
sixteen percent completion. I could do that. Just do checkdowns all day. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, but now CJ Stroud faces a Tampa Bay team that's given up the fifth most passing yards a game. I expect Stroud to be able to throw the ball this week. Space uh, program. Let's go space program. Let's launch some shuttles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the Bucks play very poorly lately. I have the Titans winning this. Uh, the Texans winning this game. Good. Cardinals one in six just traded their starting quarterback. <laughs> Um, at the Browns, four and three. Browns are eight point favorites. Over under thirty seven point five. Low, low, low. Yeah, that's bad offense and good defense. <clears throat> On the, for the Browns, uh, maybe for both. This well, that's bad offense for the Cardinals. Bad defense for the Cardinals. Bad offense for the Browns. Good defense for the Browns. Yeah. So of the four options, one team has one good thing. Yes. And it's worth eight points apparently. apparently yes, eight points at home. So. There's no way I'm picking Clayton Toon to win, especially against this defense. That's it. I'm not picking Clayton Toon either. Uh, the battle of the backups. Cardinals uh, back up Clayton Toon after uh, trading Josh Dobbs away. They also back up uh, running back rookie Imari DiMarcato, mm-hmm. taking over James Conner, who's still in the IR. Browns with their backup QB, P.J. Walker, sends Deshaun Watson, doesn't like to play anymore. Uh, what a good job. <laughs> he has. It's a great job. I give you. I, I just. I just want to tell my boss. Look, I know. Like um, the doctors say that I should be mentally capable of working, but I just don't feel like it. Yeah. And also, you have to pay me because you said you would. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm under contract. You have. When to are you going to come money. back? You know. Um, mm, we'll see. I'm not sure. Send me but, another masseuse. Uh, yeah. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you after this massage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so another backup, Jerome Ford, still uh, replacing Nick Chubb, who hasn't played since week two after that gruesome injury. Uh, despite giving up 62 points in the last two games, after only giving up 77 in the previous five games combined, Ouch. the Browns still have a great defense, allowing a league-low 279 yards per game. Uh, that defense should be able to get back on track with rookie Clayton Toon on the other side of the ball. So, uh I have the Browns winning this one probably pretty easily against. I I agree, Mister Toontown himself, Clayton. Yeah. Uh, the next one is another close one. We have the Rams three and four, <laughs> at the Packers, two and five. Packers are three point favorites. Over under thirty nine. Another low one. It, it, it makes I, sense when the Packers aren't great and the Rams can't throw the ball now. Yeah, I like. I would like the Rams more than the Packers in this game if Stafford were playing. Yeah, if Stafford's playing, it, it, it's a Rams pick easily. But, but I don't think he's playing. Nope. So I'm picking the... I, I still... I don't like what the Packers are doing, but I still think that the, what the Rams have on offense is the threat of a great passing attack, and if that's gone, I the, the Packers are going to win. Exactly, yeah. Uh, this game clearly depends on Matthew Stafford's grip strength. With the UCL sprain in his thrown hand, I'd be surprised if he plays at all this week or in the coming weeks. How many weeks until he has his uh, G.I. Joe Kung Fu rip back? Well, let's see. The bye week is week 10 or 11. Ooh. I think it's 11. He's probably going to stay he, out till then. He's probably going to come back with Kyron in week 12. Okay. Uh, hopefully, I need Kyron back for my fantasy teams. Uh, but yeah, with Stafford out, that means backup Brett Ripien will get the start, which will be just his 10th appearance in a game in his four-year career. It's actually more than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Although appearance doesn't mean start. So. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't look at how many starts he had. I just saw how many games he'd been in and thrown yeah, a pass. That makes sense. Um, but I find it hard to pick the Rams if Ripian's playing. He hasn't shown anything at all. The Packers are beatable, especially when you still have Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. But if somebody, if you can't get the ball if, to him, if you can't throw him the ball, how are you gonna how are you gonna complete any passes? And get, uh, I am just so upset with this, especially since I have Nakua on one of my better fantasy leagues, fantasy teams. I have Nakua uh, in all of my uh, best ball leagues. That's good. It Until now. Been. Until now. But um, yeah, I got to see something from Ripping before I can pick the Rams to win any games. So I got the Packers in this one. Yep. Oh, that feels bad. Uh, Bears two and six. At the Saints, four and four. Saints are eight point favorites over under forty one. Are the Bears still starting um, that 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 backup quarterback, or is Fields playing? The backup is Tyson Badgent. Is it Tyson? Yes, it is Tyson. Yeah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, his first start, he was he played okay. This last yeah. one, he did not so much. No, I uh, I'm picking the Saints, and it's this one is. When it's over eight points of a of a spread, I feel like I don't need to analyze that. <laughs> yeah, not too the much. The Saints are playing decent football. The Bears were with Fields, and now they're not. Yeah, it's uh, another another backup quarterback starting. Tyson Badgen will be behind center for the Bears. Uh, he's going to take on New Orleans defense that's only given up 189 yards to the air, allowing just 19 points per game this season. Uh, the Saints should be able to take them down pretty easily. Chicago gives up 27 points a game. Uh, oh man, I'm picking them to win, but the Saints hate me this year, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears pull it up yeah, for some got, reason. You got problems with the Saints. Oh, man. I have, every time yeah, I pick them. beef. So, yeah, every time I pick them this year, which is with good statistical analysis, Yeah. they, uh, they just they, – they pull in a, what's it, Arthur, Arthur Smith is the one who hates fantasy football? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he, uh, and he, he will pick plays to spite fantasy football players. It seems like it, yeah. I, I think the Saints are losing to spite me. I don't think they know you exist. <laughs> what, they listen to the podcast. The Saint? All, yeah, yeah. You know yes. what? You're right. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, so I got the Saints to win this one. Yep. Uh, okay. The Seahawks, five and two. Leaders in the NFC NFC West, they are, um, are six point underdogs to the Ravens, Ooh. who are six and two. This is a this is another one of those to me. Even though it's a six point difference, one of those pick'em games. They're both good, pretty good teams. Um, that have been beatable, but they're doing work when they need to do the work. I'm yeah. picking the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. They've been great on defense yeah. this season, giving up. Uh, the least amount of points per game, 15, and the third fewest passing yards per game, 176. Uh, Seattle just faced a tough defense in Cleveland and beat them, but the Browns also had second stringers leading the team, Yeah. so not really putting up the points that they should be. Uh, Lamar Jackson is no second stringer. He's been playing great, completing 70% of his passes. A QB, uh, QB score of 101, that's pretty good for the year. Uh, now he takes on the Seahawks defense. Especially for a running back. Especially for a running back, exactly. Really? <laughs> QB rating 101 for a running back is really good. Uh, Seahawks defense is uh, 22nd against the pass, so I, I feel it's going to allow Lamar to air it out. And uh, I think the Ravens stay hot taking care of the Seahawks this week. Agreed. 
Next one. My Ooh, favorite. Is this our first uh, difference? I think it might be. So this is the Vikings, 4-4, four and four, against the Falcons, also 4-4. Four and four. Falcons are five-point favorites, over-under 37, another gross over-under. This, this line just changed immediately once they uh, announced Tyler Heineke as a starter. What is it now? It, it was four, and it jumped to uh, five. five. Like I was, I was in the car, and I got that the notification that Heineke oh, so starting. Actually, it went, they got they got more points. They got more points for Heineke instead of uh, Ritter. Interesting. So for this one, the Vikings are playing better and have been playing better than their record suggests. Offensively. And now, well, defensive, and, and, and now defensively. defensively, not so much in the first couple weeks. They, but they've stepped it up no, in the last four weeks. No, they've stepped up weeks. a lot in the last... And they have two of the best guards in the NFL. Um, so, Jaron Hall is going to have time to do... To pick people apart short in, in the short game. The Vikings have a competent running game. The Falcons with Tyler Heineke, who isn't great. I just don't... This was a pick'em to me, and with the five-point spread, I said, you know what? I'm taking the Vikings. Because most people, I believe, are going to pick the Falcons, but I think this is a 50-50 game. I am one of those people. Yeah. Uh, both these teams have de- de- uh, decent defenses. Uh, the Falcons have lost four of their last six after starting 2-0, uh, but they're only giving up 20 points a game and 309 yards per game, which is fifth best in the league. The Vikings have won three straight, giving up only 13 points per game in that span. But now Cousins out with Achilles tear. But the 13 points per game might remain. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Can Jaron Hall score 14? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not so sure uh, that he can against the Falcons defense. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, that's fair. The Falcons allowing the eighth best 194 yards a game. Uh, it's tough test for the rookie. I don't think he's got the pieces around him with Jefferson still out. The, I don't think the run game has been great. Mm-hmm. Madison has been a disappointment this year. Thought he was going to really step it up with Dalvin Cook out. But now he might lose the job to Cam Akers. Uh, so, with all that said, I have the Falcons. And I have the Vikings. Moving on to 4 o'clock. Colts, 3-5. and five still with the Minshew, are at the newly winning Panthers. <laughs> yes. The Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That might be our first away favorite of the week. I could be wrong. Mm, possibly. I haven't looked. <clears throat> Over under 44. The Colts are putting up points, but yep. coming up short in the end. Like, they're yes. putting up high 20s, 30 points, and still losing. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the Panthers keeping up with that. The Panthers are not putting up points. They won a game last week. That was in the teens. Yeah. I, I I don't think they're going to stop the Colts from scoring, and I don't think they're going to keep up. Uh, no, the Panthers surprised everyone last week in the first win against the Texans. Uh, they play a Colts team that has been putting up numbers on offense, like we said, allowing, uh, but also allowing 28 points a game on defense. So that, you know, Panthers could score. Doubt they will, though. Uh, Carolina has yet to put up that many points in a game. So... It's going to be tough keeping up with the stash, who's averaged 28 points in his last three starts since Anthony Richards gone down. Uh, the Colts have also been working Jonathan Taylor back into his full workload, and that's bad news for the Panthers, who give up the fourth most rushing yards in the league, averaging 139 yards per game on the ground, giving up. Um, I got the Colts. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Thank you. 
And to you, sir. I think we're both going to go undefeated this week. Except we can't. Nope, we will. We'll find a way. <laughs> so the, the Vikings and the Falcons going to tie? Alternate universes. Ooh, all In right. one of them, you'll get it right. And on the other one, I will. All right. The Giants are 2-6 and six at the Raiders, who are 3-5. and five. Raiders are 1.5-point favorites. Over under 37. Gross! Everything's so low. It's been like that all year. It's gross. The Raiders got rid of, as we mentioned earlier, everybody. Everybody. Um, and I think they, they needed to be done. Yeah. I don't know definitely. if the Garoppolo part needed to be needed to be done, honestly. He was horrible. <clears throat> Th- those passes just completely nowhere near anybody. That's true. But why did that happen? Like, he's not bad. You're right. He, he has gone to Super Bowl. Yeah. He did take the 49ers to Super Bowl a few years ago. I mean, he's just... I, I just... I feel like that it's an overreaction to also move the quarterback to this unknown rookie, but maybe you're saying maybe this is a maybe this is a a, a tank situation too, where they're saying you know what we're we're starting from scratch. Um, we don't think either of these guys is the future. Let's find out if Aiden is. Yeah. Um, and we've only won three games so far. You know that could give us. A nice high pick if we if we lose out. I don't know. Um, that being said, uh, getting rid of these coaches helps with morale, especially with uh, Josh Jacobs is pretty upset after the game. Um, Devontae Adams. Parker, or not Devontae Adam. Adams, and you know what else helps with, helps with morale? Playing against the Giants. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. The Giants have been quite bad. Daniel Jones coming in to me doesn't change anything because he's been bad this year. Yeah. So I'm taking the Raiders. And even Daniel Jones, he's got the rushing ability, but with that neck injury, is he going to be running a lot? He's not going to want to take any hits. A lot of teams that get a new coach midseason, they come in with like a a renewed fight in them. Do you remember a few years ago when Jeff Saturday became the the interim coach? Last year. Yeah, of the Colts. Yeah. And then they won some games that they should have won. I think they won the first game. Yeah. And then lost every other game. But either way. But they got that first one. They knew... The new coach, the yes. new newfound love for the game with yeah. the new coach. They um, no, and you I, want to win for this new guy, and uh, against a bad team like the Giants, I think they can do it. Yeah, no, I agree with Josh McDaniels out of the picture. I expect the interim coach to do the right thing and tell Aiden O'Connell to just throw the ball to Devonte Adams as much as possible. You know, amazing things can happen when you just feed your best guy. Yeah, uh, Garoppolo gets benched after completing just one of seven targets to Adams last week with a few really atrocious attempts. Weren't even close, including one that was overthrown by a mile. Adams was wide open, wide, nobody even in the shot, and sixty-yard touchdown at his grasp, and just overthrew him by twenty yards. Is pretty impressive. <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty uh, good throw. Uh, I mean, wrong person, but but the way to be more accurate is the safe approach: short throws and let Devontae go to work. Mm. He's he's great at that. I hope I hope uh, this new interim coach tells Aiden to just check it down to Adams or you know screen plays short slants get the ball into Adams hands Jacobs is Jacobs too Jacobs is capable I don't know if you were going to talk about this but Jacobs is a very capable running back you could hand it off I I I, Jacobs alone I think could beat the Giants yeah no he proved it last year he's the rushing champ last year with like 1700 yards or or 1600 yards it was he was great this year not so much he played well last week though He's been getting better. Yeah. Every week he's been getting a little better here and there. Um, 
Daniel Jones set to return this week, but the Raiders have been ninth best against the pass, giving up 200 yards, less than 200 yards a game. I think the Raiders will be happy playing for a new coach and will be able to take down the Giants, who have averaged less than 12 points a game this season. Yeah. Yeah, so Raiders win. All right, we're going to move on. Cowboys, this is a big game. 5-2 and two at the Eagles, who are 7-1. and one. Eagles are three-point favorites at home, over-under 46. Good over-under, nice. Um, this one is another toss-up to me. Yeah, I agree. Cowboys, Eagles. I, I'm giving the Eagles the edge because they're at home. Uh, these two are high-caliber teams. The key for the game, in my opinion, is Dallas's passing attack against the Eagles' defense, which has been beatable against the pass. Unfortunately for Dallas, the Eagles are winning, even after giving up lots of yards through the air. No, it's that run game. Yeah. So I, I am I am taking the Eagles on this one, uh, who are the favorites. Yeah. No, I, uh, I see how you landed there. I was a little back and forth myself, but the connection between Dak and CeeDee Lamb was on point last week. Lamb catching 12 of 14 targets for 158 yards and two touchdowns. I see that happening again this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's exactly what I was thinking. They could have another field day against the secondary, uh, the Eagles secondary that continues to struggle through their injuries, giving up the seventh most yards per game through the air. Uh, Philly can still run the ball better than most, and they'll have a, a chance against the def- Dallas defense because – uh, they might have a hard time throwing the ball. So they're going to have to run. And Dallas has uh, what, the fourth best uh, passing defense in the league, giving up 178 yards a game. Uh, both these teams can score, both averaging 28 points a game. But the Dallas defense has been has been great, allowing just 17 points per contest. That's, that's really, really good. You picked up them in one of our leagues. I did pick them up. I put in a, a, a claim for that too, but I didn't I get it. I saw that. They're not going to be great this week. No, and I... But they have like four or five really good weeks in a row after that. Yeah. I looked at it too. Yeah, that's why I got them. Um, and we're playing against each other in that league. I know. So, and I got a better defense because you didn't. Yeah, I know. And I... <laughs> I know. And I, we're also... I, I need I need that win too because if, if you win, then you're in the playoffs and I'm out. Yep. It'll be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, this looks to be a great game. I have the Cowboys winning, uh, taking the top spot in the NFC East. That's our second difference. And you have, an, that's, you have another underdog, underdog pick there. Yes, that is my second underdog pick. Sunday night football. We have about 10 minutes left. So we got to get through this. Let's get it in. Uh, the Bills at 5-3 and three against the Bengals at 4-3. and three. Um, Bengals are the favorites here at home. Over under 48.5, which is a nice high over under. Um, you go first. Uh, the Bengals have been looking really good lately with Joe Baby Hands Burrows throwing eight touchdowns in the last three games compared to just two in the first four games this season. The Bills have uh, kind of been struggling recently, losing two of their last four, with all four being one-score games, and three of those have been against much easier opponents, the other one being the Jags, who are a pretty good team. Uh, with the way the Bengals have been playing, putting up 27 points a game while allowing less than 17 in the last three weeks, they will not be easy opponent for the Bills since he's even got their run game going last week. Mixon having the best game of the season, averaging 5.4 yards a carry and scoring on the ground. Uh, if the if the Bengals offense continues to look like this, I see them winning the game. So for me, this is another one of those don't get cute. Even though the Bills are the are the underdogs, the Bengals have been looking better. Yeah, I'll grant you that. Um, they beat the 49ers. Not as impressive as it would have been four weeks ago. 
Yeah, I agree. They've lost three in a row now and may not be who we thought they were. The, they beat the Seahawks, who were decent, but not exactly top-shelf team. And they beat the Cardinals, who might be the worst in the NFL. The Bills are a very good team, and while it won't three, be easy... Three NFC West teams in a row they played? Yeah. While, they, while this one won't be easy, my advice is just don't get cute. The Bills are, and have been on this, on this season, the better team. I'm not going to take the last few weeks uh, and give it too much... Too much weight. I like the Bills. You know, I, I understand, yeah. but the way Burroughs is playing lately, getting back to form, and I checked the weather. There's no rain this week in Cincinnati, so yeah. he shouldn't have a problem getting the ball out. It's, it's another tight one. I just... I just I, I just think yeah. the Bengals are back to what we thought they were going to be in the beginning of the year. Which which means that they are now uh, a, a team that can compete with the Bills. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Bengals yeah. beat the Bills last year in the uh, yes they did playoffs. So I think it I think it'll be a very good game. I think it'll be a very good game. I, I agree. But and I like that it's going to be on Sunday Night Football because it means I can watch it. Yes, and you got uh, your underdog underdog pick for the Bills. Yeah. Yes, I did. And then we have Monday Night Football: the Chargers three and four at the Jets four and three. That's weird that they are that the Jets are better. Um, but <laughs> the Chargers so the Chargers are three point favorites over under forty one and a half. The Jets have been playing better lately. I simply don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't trust the Chargers either. Every week nope. I'm like, oh, I like the Chargers. And every week they lose. Because they have a great offense. Yeah. The key to this game will be the Jets deep, uh, the Jets passing game, which is weak, against the Chargers passing defense, which is also weak. Weak. Um, but are the Jets capable of taking advantage? And I'm currently leaning towards Zach Wilson being not capable of beating a, a bad defense. Mm-hmm. Um, he has broken 200 passing yards only twice on the season. Ooh. Ugh. And and when he beat them, it was like 240. He doesn't have big games. Even against the Chargers, I don't think he can take advantage of it. Uh, I, I The Chargers are going to win this one. Yeah, the Chargers have a much better offense than the Jets. The Jets have a much better defense than the Chargers. But uh, sure. I, I agree, Zach is right. Zach Wilson doesn't have what it takes to beat even a bad defense. He couldn't even throw for 200 yards against the Eagles secondary that lets everybody throw for 200 yards. Um, the Jets won't be able to rely on the run game because the Chargers actually rank sixth against against the run in the league. Mm-hmm. They give them only ninety three yards a game on the ground. Um, if New York can create some turnovers, they might have a chance. But uh, I still see Los Angeles getting the win on the road on Monday Night Football. Nice. Let's let's go to the bottom part. To the bottom. Underdog picks. My underdog picks. Uh, we've said them. Titans over the Steelers for me, and the Cowboys over the Eagles. My two underdog picks for the week. Um, Zach's uh, underdogs, the Titans over the Steelers as well, and the Bills over the Bengals. You didn't have another one in there? I think it was just the two. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Correct. Just the two. Both with two underdog picks this week after none last week. Uh, we're going to tell them the spread again this week? Yeah. Since uh, last week my spreads didn't do too well. One and two. Not the worst. But uh, we're going to get all three this week. My spreads. I'm taking the Browns. The eight-point favorites over the Cardinals. The Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Panthers. And the Chargers, three-point favorites over the Jets. I uh, I might have had three underdog picks there. I'm going to win all three. So my my picks are the Titans, two and a half point underdogs over the Seahawks, the over the Steelers. 
the Vikings getting... Uh, wait, the Vikings are five-point favorites, right? No, five-point underdogs oh, to the Falcons. The Vikings are the other under, underdog, underdog for you. Good. And the Bills over the Bengals. Uh, Bills being a two-and-a-half-point underdog. So those are my three picks. Yeah. Um, so basically, my, my spread picks are my underdog picks, but I'm just taking the spread on them. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. If you think they're going to... Win, win the game. Then, then they're gonna beat the spread. That's that's usually my go-to with, with with the picks. Yeah. Unless there's a team that should win by a lot and they're only like three-point favorites. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. But this game, this week, there's so many tight games. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you you said it to me on uh on Monday. Like, asked if I looked at the schedule and I hadn't yet. But you were right. Like, these are some really brutal, really tight, tough games to pick. It's gonna be a lot about. Your gut feeling instead of just the analytics. I am curious if our experience um, with 20 years of Pick'em is going to make this week, make a difference this week. I sure hope so. we're playing against like 23 or 24 other people, 20 other people or so, in this group of doing Pick'em, and they're doing pretty good this year, some of them. 18 this year. 18. But with these tight games, what are they going to do? Yeah, that's it's gonna be a very interesting week. Um, will they will I, they go with their gut or will they get fancy with it? I don't know. I need to start mounting my comeback. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you need some. Well, so I'm only like three games behind where I need to be to make it into the playoffs. I'm like In, ten. Are you that far back? I, something like that. It's it might, might be might be ten minutes. from first place. Well, but, yeah, well, ten away from first place is one thing, but what you need yeah, is fourth place. I need fourth place. Let me figure. I mean, out really, you need sixth place, but those fourth, fifth, and sixth places don't. Yeah, really I don't count. want fifth and sixth. That's I mean, I'll take it. it, but I want fourth. Let's see. Uh, top in the league so far has got eighty correct, and I have sixty-eight. I'm twelve out of first. What's fourth, fourth place? place? Is seventy-seven. Okay, and you have sixty-eight. So, yeah, it's only nine out of fourth place. Okay, well, how far out of fourth place am I? You are three. You got 74 correct. That's what's up. To the 77 in fourth place. Well, actually, there's three people tied in third place with 77 corrects. Okay. So. But this week right here could, I could, I could jump four on people. I could, I could, this could be a big week. This is one of those weeks like last year for me where I made my comeback. You having big swings here when I, you know, I get 11 where the rest of the field gets seven or eight. Yeah, although with the way that you picked, the way the fact that we picked so many together, I don't think that it's going to be an eleven to seven or eight, but it could be a. I'm hoping it's like a, we each get thirteen, uh, twelve, thirteen, and most people get like ten or eleven. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I need it. I just you know I need one or two picks better every week. Just gotta mount yep. that comeback. You just gotta start start gotta chipping away. Gotta mount it. Mounting. It is hump day. Ooh, hump day. Hmm. We should like talk it. about mounting and humping. <laughs> so good luck with your picks. Good luck with the betting. Um, Check us out on Twitter X, Pick Pro Mark, the Pick Pros Podcast. Come check us out. See ya. <laughs>